Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 160 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about the relationship between eye strain and neck pain, how addressing neck pain can actually improve post-concussive symptoms, and easy changes you can make right now to improve your neck pain. And you know how when you get super stressed out, you rub your eyes or maybe it's your forehead, but I talk about how everything's connected all the time. And that makes no difference if we're talking about your IT band and ankle connection or your eyeball to your neck connection. Because computer vision syndrome or digital eye strain has been a recognized health problem for over 20 years. This is a real thing. We're not just making it up or thinking it's just in our head. And literally no one is surprised at all that a 2021 survey conducted in Jordan identified that digital eye strain had increased among the general population during the COVID lockdown. And I don't know about you, but I definitely spent a lot of time. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of time doom scrolling on my phone. And neck and shoulder pain were listed as a significant association along with this digital eye strain during the survey. And even with time limits and screen time notifications set up on my phone, I went in and checked and I'm looking at my phone about five hours a day. Now, this does not include the time spent working on my computer or time spent staring at a TV screen. And I don't know about you, but we spend a lot of time a lot of times staring at things. And I don't know if anyone else also, uh, you know, Sunday is when that screen time notification pops up and it's always like, when it's like you spend 30% more time on your phone. I'm like, Siri, you really need to stop judging me, please. Okay. (laughs) But eye strain, it's not just limited to your eyes because I have a feeling that you probably also have some degree of neck pain. Maybe you just feel it in the mornings when you wake up and you blame it on your pillow. Or maybe it's after a long day and you say, oh, it's got to be stress. Or maybe you're experiencing neck tension or pain 24-7 and you can't figure out what's causing it and nothing is really helping. We can't avoid sitting or standing or staring at a screen for at least part of the day. So let's start to think about how to be more strategic about how we interact with them because eye strain and how your neck feels might be a lot more closely connected than you thought. According to the American Optometric Association, the most common symptoms associated with digital eye strain are headaches, blurred vision, dry eyes, and pain in the neck and shoulders. And if you're like, oh no, that is me, you are not alone. One study found that individuals with chronic neck pain were prone to develop both more internal and external eye discomfort during visually demanding work. So if you're staring at your computer screen and it's stressing you out, that feeling that you're feeling, again, is not just in your head. But how does this happen, right? How are we feeling the strain of our eyes 
in our neck and shoulders? Well, it's due to a tiny group of muscles at the base of your skull called the suboccipitals. So there are four paired muscles on the underside of the occipital bone, and that's the base of your skull where your skull and neck meet. And you can actually feel these muscles and how they're connected to how your eyes move. So if you bring a finger or thumbs right to the base of your skull, literally right where skull and neck come together, and start to move your eyes from side to side, or even up and down, you should be able to feel the tissue tension under your fingers change, right? You're feeling these muscles contract and relax because of the movement of your eyes. So two of these muscles are straight up and down, and they're referred to as the rectus muscles. And two of them are at an oblique angle, and these are called the obliquus. So here's a quick little anatomy Latin lesson. So you have the rectus capitis posterior major. Rectus meaning it's up and down. Capitus means related to the head. Posterior, it's on the backside. Major, it's a big one, right? Then if it's a major, there's always going to be a minor. And there is a rectus capitis posterior minor. Then remember, we have two at those oblique angles. So you have the obliquus capitis superior, meaning it is above. And its partner is the obliquus capitis inferior, meaning below. So anatomy, truly the muscle names, 9.9 times out of 10 are just telling you what it is and where it is. And I did just Google what capitis means and learns that it means related to the head. So now we all know together. And because of that connection of these suboccipitals to how your eyes move, again, bring your fingertips to the base of your skull where your neck and head meet right at the middle, and you can feel these muscles moving underneath your eyes. And I mean, it's just, it's so cool to feel that connection. And this is due to something called the vestibulo-ocular reflex or VOR. And the purpose of it is to stabilize your gaze by countering movement of the head so that your brain and the input that your you know visual system is getting isn't all shaky or jerky or having an issue. I remember with my dog when she had an inner ear infection and her vestibular system was affected, one of the side effects is something called nystagmus where you look at her eyeballs and her poor little eyeballs were moving like, you know, side to side, almost like they were shaking and there was nothing that she could do about it until we started to get her treatment. And maybe you've experienced something like this as well. So research has found that eye stabilization and this vestibulo-ocular reflex and that relationship between your suboccipitals and your eyeballs, it's affected in those who experience neck pain, which means your eyes are 1000% connected to what's going on with your neck, right? We have felt it. Hopefully you have touched it. If you're not driving or doing something with your hands as you can't, right? You can feel that connection on a fascial level. It's connected on a nervous system level. It's all connected. And this is true whether your neck pain is related to just general neck pain, which is sometimes referred to as nonspecific neck pain, which sounds incredibly like sterile and not real, but it's real. Your neck pain is real. Uh, This is also true that your eyes are related to what's going on in your neck if it's post-concussive symptoms that you're experiencing or digital eye strain. And here's where concussions come into play. Researchers found an increase in tension in the suboccipitals, and they were able to narrow it down to a specific singular muscle of the suboccipitals in people who are experiencing concussion symptoms. And one of the ideas that they thought was that the tension of this muscle and the way it is anchored into the dura or the fascial covering of your spinal cord and brain are contributing to the effects of the concussion. 
And this is not to say that this is 100% the cause, but it's definitely worth exploring if you are suffering from post-concussive symptoms. It's all connected. You're not a brain without a head. Like I say this all the time. When I was doing the research for this episode and found that, I was just like, oh my God, literally your muscles, your fascia, your tension is integrated with what's happening in your nervous system. And while we can't necessarily go in and change what's happening in our brain, that can happen. It's very challenging. What we can do is lessen the severity of the tension of the soft tissues surrounding it. So ensuring the health and mobility of your neck, including the suboccipitals, your upper trapezius, all the other neck muscles in the area is key if you're struggling with neck pain. And I'm not just talking about the back of your neck, but also the neck muscles on the front of your neck that are affected when you have neck pain, when you have less than ideal head and neck posture. So let's talk about how to do that. Today's episode is brought to you by AE Wellness Mobility Assessments. Not sure what you should be doing for mobility? Well, instead of trying a bazillion things and spending hours a day, get strategic coaching with a mobility assessment with me. You'll get your personalized mobility workout plan with the best mobilizations and activations just for you. Plus, all of your videos will be organized in custom playlists to keep things simple. So here's how it works. You send me a video doing four specific moves. I'll tell you ahead of time what they are, and I'll use that to create your mobility workout plan. We'll meet together for two video calls. The first one to set up the plan, make sure I'm covering everything you need. And the second will be a few weeks later for any questions or issues that come up. Now, here's the best part. You can save $50 off your mobility assessment when you use the code BODYNERD at checkout. So learn more and get started with a mobility assessment by heading on over to aewellness.com mobility. And don't forget, use the code BODYNERD at checkout. All right, let's get back to the episode. So number one is just to get your head back on top of your shoulders and then address any tension that might be contributing to that. So if it's tension at the front of your shoulders, make sure you're rolling out there and then strengthening through the back of your shoulders. We'll talk about some other ways to do that. But that's like step one, head on top of shoulders with your ears right on top of your shoulders. Now, if it's eye strain that's contributing to your neck pain, which honestly, I'm sure most of us have, um, I know it's something that I experienced and it wasn't until I stopped wearing contacts because of a conversation that I had with Claudia Mullenweg in episode 53 of the Body Nerd Show that I realized that I don't actually need correction for working on the computer. And because a majority of my time is spent working on the computer, I was overcorrected and that was creating neck tension and pain. So when I stopped wearing glasses to work on the computer and now I just wear them for watching movies or driving, my neck feels so much better. So my prescription is so minimal. It was like, ah, no big deal for me. If that's not an option for you, here's what you can do instead. Take device breaks, which I'm sure you're already like, no, I'm, no, I, I, I refuse, Alex. I refuse. Okay, so hear me out. Here's what you can do. <laughs> the American Optometric Association supports something called the 20-20-20 rule. So take a 20-second break to look at something 20 feet away 
every 20 minutes. And this allows your vision to remain flexible for all ranges because here's another way that movement comes in. The lens of your eye has muscles that help to contract and expand and change the tension on the lens, which help you to focus. So if we are constantly staring at things that are only a certain distance away, right? Maybe your TV is the furthest thing you stare at. Just looking out your window to like a tree, across the street or like in your neighbor's property or something like that can give your eyes that visual flexibility that they're lacking from just working at your desk. And while you might not be able to stick to this, that 20 minute break, (laughs) that can be excessive. Making a conscious effort to stare at things that are far away is just great exercise for your eyes. So, you know, don't just stare at the house next door, but stare further beyond and then tell yourself, I'm doing eye exercises (laughs) because you are, you are, it's legit. Also, you'll want to rest your eyes for at least a couple minutes every couple hours. So 15 minutes for every two hours, which again is a lot. But this is why I try not to stare at my computer and then watch, you know, YouTube videos on my iPad and then go back to the computer, but change up what I'm staring at or go outside. It's a great time to take a walk and stare at stuff. And another way to rest your eyeballs, and again, I learned this from Claudia, we talk about it more in episode 53, is to literally cover your eyes with your hands. There is a relaxation response that comes from the pressure on your eyes and also just covering them up so they have nothing to look at helps to relax as well. So if your eyes are feeling kind of tired, that's a great way to do it. Another way to address eye strain and help with your neck pain is to reduce glare from other light sources. And this is where I really like wearing blue light blocker glasses. Now, the research on this is that, oh, you don't really need to wear it all the time. But again, if you are experiencing eye strain and your neck is bothering you, see if you can wear blue light blockers. If you wear glasses, try to get that blue light filter on your glasses the next time you get new lenses. I actually have a pair of plain lens blue light blockers that I wear when I'm working. And I find that it really does make a difference for how my eyes feel in the days that I forget to wear. And I'm like, gosh, my eyes are just so tired. So of course this is more, you know, anecdotal, but like, do you, if it works for you, awesome. If it doesn't try something else. Another thing you can do to address eye strain and potentially help with neck pain is to enlarge the text on your screens. I know on the iPhone, their settings to do this. I'm sure the same is for Android, whether that's making the text bold or you know just enlarging the size of the text. If you just Google bigger text on fill in the blank with your phone, you can find the step-by-step on how to actually do that. But screens alone aren't the only reason for eye strain. There was a survey done in Egypt on digital eye strain in IT professionals, and they found that even just wearing your eyeglasses is another predictor for digital eye strain. So like I mentioned, having an incorrect prescription can cause that strain, whether your prescription isn't strong enough, whether your prescription is too strong. So making sure that you have the proper prescription for the job that you're doing. I know I was like kind of annoyed, like, oh, I'm not going to wear contacts. I'm just going to wear glasses and I got to have my glasses around to do, you know, just the driving or this or that, the other. Uh, Again, depending on your prescription, there are very inexpensive places on the internet to get glasses. So take advantage of those. 
I'll link to I Buy Direct, which is where I get my glasses. I've gotten pairs for as low as like $30. Again, very basic glasses for a very small prescription. The quality is great. I have never had an issue with my prescription, but if I did, they have a great return policy too. So I will link to that in the show notes for you as well. And again, if you're like, wait, this is all sounding like it might be something that I'm experiencing, definitely check out my conversation with Claudia on episode 53. So that's how we address the eyeball part of it. But what about for your neck? So like I mentioned, working on posture, starting with neutral spine is going to be the most important thing that you can do. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well of how to find neutral spine. And also I will link to a rollout for the suboccipital specifically. This is one of my favorite rollouts. For this one, do tread lightly. It's totally possible to roll too much and aggravate this area. So I'd say just spend, you know, a couple minutes here when you get started rather than laying here for like 15 minutes and then your neck is really grouchy the next day. But it's not just about rolling out. And I talk about this all the time. You also need to strengthen the muscles to help better support and stabilize you. And we've spent this entire episode talking about how it's all connected. And the same is true for your body. Again, eyeballs to your neck, what's happening in your neck and shoulders, to what's happening in your core. And while it seems logical to just focus on what's going on in your neck, don't leave out the upper back, right? This is the root system of the neck. The strength there is as strong as the roots of your neck will be. And so if your root system is weak, right, then the tree can't grow strong, <laughs> Obviously, I'm an arborist, right? I'm going to stick to my day job. But improving neck pain is also going to require that you improve your upper back posture and flexibility. And the Mobility Master Toolkit can help with all of this. There are things in there for jaw, for neck, for upper back, for core, um, for lower body too, to really tie all those pieces together so that you have that awareness, better posture, that strength and flexibility for your entire body. And I will link to that in the description as well, or you can check it out at mobilitytoolkit.co. And what I hope you take away from today's episode is that neck pain has many causes. And I'm not suggesting that you try to change all of these at once. That would be way too overwhelming. But you can change the unchangeable right? So pick one that feels totally doable. Maybe it's spending a little bit more time rolling out your neck. Maybe it's working on your upper back. Maybe it's resting your eyeballs while you eat lunch before you head back to your desk or when you have lunch at your desk. Or maybe it's just getting an updated prescription, right? There are absolutely uncomplicated ways to address your neck pain and start to make some difference. And what works for you is not going to be the same as what works for another person as what works for me. But just starting with one thing and seeing how that goes is going to be just so much more helpful than remaining exactly where you're at right now. So I hope you feel empowered with some ideas of what those next best steps can be. And as always, if you want help, that's what I'm here for. So check out the Mobility Master Toolkit or book a mobility assessment and let's get you set up with a plan to get stronger and out of pain. So I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? What's the one thing that you are going to start doing to address your digital eye strain? I'm going to continue to stare at things far away and to remember to do that because even when I'm outside on a walk, sometimes I have a tendency to stare at the ground to make sure that Ella is not eating random things. So I'm going to look up. All right. 
<laughs> so I want to know what you are committing to. Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, or send me any questions you have about this show or ideas for future episodes or questions you want answered in future episodes. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala for Mala. You can call the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501 and leave a voicemail. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. And before I go, all the links to everything we talked about, the show notes, the mentions, all of that, free downloads, everything podcast related lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you so much for those of you who have taken the time to subscribe, to share this episode with a friend or neighbor or your workout partner or your work buddy who suffers from neck pain and wears glasses or maybe doesn't wear glasses, but if you're working at a computer, right? Or even working and staring at things that are very, very small, like making jewelry or, you know, something small, this is gonna help. So thank you again for sharing, for subscribing, for reviewing. You're the bomb and I so appreciate you. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, resting our eyeballs, <laughs> and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.